whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn, playwright, filmmaker, and professor of communications at American University. When Daisy Egan was here to talk about the Who's Tommy, we discovered we were both avid Beatles fans. So we got into an extended discussion about the Beatles and the Who and other things kind of randomly adjacent to that, and then eventually settle on Sgt. Pepper the musical and what a disaster that would be. The original cast this week is brought to you by Flying V Theater's production of Brother Mario by Seamus Sullivan. What happens when you cross Anton Chekhov? off with Koopa Troopas, Fire Flowers, and Mustaches? The answer is Flying V Theater's latest production, Brother Mario. In this existential exploration of the Super Mario Brothers, Mario begins to wonder if there's more to life than jumping, go-karts, and princesses in other castles. Performances begin February 23rd, so reserve your ticket at flyingv.brownpapertickets.com. Listeners to this podcast can get $5 off their tickets by going to brownpaperbagtickets.com and entering the promo code podcast. So again, Flying V Theater's production of Brother Mario. Performances begin February 23rd. Reserve your ticket at flyingv.brownpapertickets.com and enter promo code podcast. Here's a wonderful sort of freeform discussion about the Beatles and other things. We join the conversation already in progress. And I mean, what, maybe you know this, I don't, but like, what was the genesis of like, all right, it's going to be this kid, right? And his his father kills his, his stepfather. And they're like, you didn't see it, right? You didn't hear it. You didn't. And he plays pinball. But wait, what if there was a pinball player who was who couldn't see or hear or, or smell anything? Well, I don't know why. It'd be great. He played, well, that's how he plays. That's the lyric. He plays by sense of smell. Sense of smell. The uh, I don't know how Townsend came up with the story. I'm sure it was some kind of religious metaphor about being deaf, dumb, and blind, but being a messiah. Okay. I do know that the pinball was yeah. added. Because they were midway through writing this, and they were performing it kind of in segments live to, to, to rehearse it. And there was a very important critic coming to hear it, and the critic liked Pinball. Oh so God. he wrote Pinball Wizard. Ain't got no distractions, can't hear no buzzes and bells. Don't see no lights are flashing, plays my sense of smell. Always gets a replay, never seen him fall. That deaf, dumb, and blind and that's oh, how that made it into the plot God. of this show. Yeah, and that's it. That's the that whole. That's the whole reason that song is in there. Amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. It is just that it is this thing that existed in the '60s, especially in in England, in the recording industry, of random events being the answer yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. sort of like just post acid transcendental yeah, yeah. meditation like the universe will provide a way right. kind of thing and that is like that is a great example i mean like the white album is basically yes. built on that philosophy yeah. and you can see like that's what happens when it goes right and then like there's a lot of other stuff <laughs> like frankly to me some a lot of moody blues recordings are like oh that's what happens when nobody makes a decision right. at all i don't know the white album is probably my least Favorite is it really? Beatles album. Although, to be fair, wow, I haven't listened to it in a long time. But I think the reason was 
that I was like, they they were breaking up, and I, I mm-hmm. hate them for that. That's certainly... Oh, I, I, I like that. That album, to me, is their... You're because you're absolutely right. That was the that was the beginning of the downward slope for the yeah. Beatles. But I like that moment just before it really got awful with yeah. like Let It Be, and then I mean Happy Roads Get Up. But it, it, yeah. it's a like where they're still they're still kind of working together. Right. But it is definitely the four of them as separate artists because mm-hmm. that's where to me John Lennon's song got really really interesting. Yeah, is in like sixty seven sixty eight. And George, George, who's the best Beatle, oh. um, doing his. My son, my son's middle name is Harrison after George. Harrison. Oh God, yeah. that's awesome. You know, growing up, I, I, Paul was my favorite because I think Paul's every little girl's favorite. But you reach an age where George you becomes your favorite. You reach an age when Beatle. you realize that all your favorite songs are George Harrison songs, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's the best. He's my favorite Beatle. He's he's my favorite, not only because like I love his songs, but I love him. Yes, I really found there was a certain age I hit where I was just like. Oh, you were the the funniest. Yeah, and you were the only one. He was the only one to me who kept his feet on the ground like the whole time. Wasn't he the youngest too? He was yeah. by a lot. By a lot. He was seventeen when their first "When Love Me Do" came out. He was seventeen years old. <laughs> and could you imagine too, like the fact that the Who got to like go to venues and be like, "Here's some songs off an album we're like thinking about." Meh. You know it was I mean? so much low. I mean, it's, it's so much lower pressure. Today. Well, it couldn't because people would record it and put it out, You're which right. is another reason we don't get albums. I think we get singles because I think like, that's also the reason that like Radiohead disappears in between albums. Yeah, they're like we don't want we don't want our stuff out there unless we're right controlling. So it. we're going to record it and yeah. produce like right, and then we'll and put then, it out so to we'll you. see you in ten years. Bye. Which is so unfortunate. And then they put out a bunch of beeps and boops. Right. <laughs> and you're like, what's happening? what is happening now? <laughs> I'm not a huge Radiohead fan, oh, so it's I a whole of my. Yeah, I'm very against. Like, like not. A, I don't oppose them. They just never did anything for me, uh-huh. which is not my. Like every every one of my friends was into Radiohead yeah. in a serious way, and I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Creep came out at a. Sound I love Creep. Moment. Yeah, that's I. But love that's Creep. their worst album. I mean, that's what I'm told. Pablo, Pablo Honey is, is yeah, yeah, is, sort of their. I mean, I, I know. Okay, I, I like OK Computer. Yeah. I will say, but Kid it is, A is terrific. Yeah, they're just not things like it. Never <laughs> sung to me. I was into. I will say at that period, uh, it was Oasis. Okay, so you you wanted... I don't know what I wanted. Oasis was a little more um, approachable. Yeah, that's true. Oasis, to me, and no offense. No, not at all. I didn't write it. Whatever. (laughs) seemed like sort of like packaged angst. Yes. You know what I mean? It was aimless aggression to me. Like it wasn't... You're sort of like... "Mm, Angry about... about? Again, this is... Why are you so mad? Oh, honey, what's so mad You're about? You're a straight white guy. Yeah, you sort of have everything. Yeah, <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Well, that's funny because it's packaged angst, but the angriest member isn't the one writing the songs. Like right. Liam being right. the angriest member, objectively the angriest yeah. person on in Oasis. Oh my god, wasn't doing any of the writing. Noel's doing all the writing. Right. He's mainly angry at Liam, so that's like <laughs> that's <laughs> makes, where that's makes for a good. Uh, yeah, I don't. I yeah. No, I have. I, I I come in and out of like popular music. I find I always come back to show tunes as being like yeah. that's the music I'm following. That's like what is Janine Tesori doing right, right now? Like where are those songs? That's what I want to hear, and I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> alone. Everybody else is like you know it's Radiohead and that, right. and I'm just like there's this songs for a new world, and I really you have to listen to it. And it's like what my are you uh, about? my comedy partner is six and a half years younger than me, and. Whenever we're like in her car, she puts on music, and I just am so confused. It's all she's like, you know, because she listens to like the stuff that's out now. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, what is that? What 
I don't understand. I don't want to. Ugh. I don't find any. And I don't hate it. I feel like it. I sound like my dad. Yeah, I know. So That's just noise. Just, uh, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I listen to, like I was saying, well, I mean, I love, you know, I listen to Lemonade like everybody else. I, I found have not it. listened to Have you to not? That. No, I need oh, to. Oh, it's great. It really, and I have to say, I didn't see the, I, the video and I still haven't. Um, but everybody was talking about it and I just thought, okay, well, I like Beyonce, right. I'll give it a throw. And I got to say, I was, it was an album unlike something I've heard in a really, oh, and, and an album I kept today. listening to it. Her and Courtney Barnett is another one who I listen to a lot. Um, they're the, the, very, very different styles of yeah. music, but it is, they feel like albums. They're constructed, like yeah. they're, all the songs have a similar, the only band I really follow now is Arctic Monkeys. Oh, I don't know them. They're a British band and they, who recently found like American success in their last couple albums. And they, but they're, when every album they put out is, is different, has a slightly different huh. sound. The sound feels like yeah. it's evolving, which is nothing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Which is, I think growing up a Beatles fan, I got spoiled to that. Yes. Where like every album yeah. is very distinct very and has distinct. a progression. And I just expected that was the way. Yeah, no. No, that's mm -hmm. not the norm. They're no. the Beatles. That's, yeah. that's how we, people, we get them that People way. really get upset if an album sounds... Different, different, yeah, or too different, or, or not too the same. Too the same. Mm -hmm. oh, I couldn't just be a can't musician. Anybody? I no, couldn't, God, the music industry it. is the worst. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My three and a half year old. Uh, oh my God! Look, there's Janine. Is a drummer. And yes, I've seen. I've seen him drum online. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. And his current favorite thing to drum to is Baba O'Reilly. Don't cry. Don't raise your eyes. It's only teenage wasteland. Sally, take my hand. Travel south across land. Pour out the fire. Don't look past my shoulder. Yeah. And, yeah. If you're going to emulate a drummer, you could do a lot worse than Keith Moon. Right? I mean, yeah. We have this great picture of Monty at a drum shop. We would take him to, like, Guitar Center. Sure. And put him on an electric kit so that yeah, he was bothering yeah. everybody. And we have this great picture of him, like, looking with his headphones on, and we put it next to that Keith Moon shot of him, ah! like, raging out. It's incredible. That's so great. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. That's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So, Baba can... O'Reilly... Um, who are you? Uh, those are the those are the two main who the who songs that he that, that he really he gets into right now. Yeah, have you played him, Tommy? I haven't, um, but I that's the new that I'm going yeah. to. I think he's going to love it. I don't know, actually. It's hard it's to hard. Say, but would you I play think. him this or would you play him that? Or it's would funny. You play I was the... I was just thinking while we were talking. I was like, oh, I could probably show him the movie of Todd. Yeah, no, I think but, I. Um... Or, I don't mean maybe no, you never I every think, kid is every kid is different I, I have a, a little we showed him um uh the princess bride and he was riveted oh that's good yeah riveted oh nice never took his eyes we off haven't tried thing. that one yet we did recently my son and I were alone and he's into musicals like I say so I thought I was looking for something to watch for them that was new which is the hardest thing yeah. to do with him in the world and I pulled Willy Wonka Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka off the shelf. And <gasps> I went, no, he hadn't seen oh. it. And I went, you know what? We're going to give this a try. Oh. And I don't know how he's going to react, but we're going to throw it in. And we threw it in. And he kept the whole beginning. He kept being like, can we turn it off? I want to turn it off. I was like, no, no, no. Let's, I said, this is the thing. Let's get to the factory. 
And if you still want to turn it off after that, you see the chocolate river, we'll turn it off. And he oh, has watched it 40 times since uh, he was Willy Wonka for Halloween. Uh, he was, I mean, he just thinks that's the best movie ever. And so I was great. so happy. We went to see it here in town at the uh, AFI Silver did it uh, oh, on the big it? screen. Oh, oh, the big And it was, and it was, you'll see it on the big screen with him. Uh, and he was entranced and it was just, yeah, that was wonderful. So you never, but like, I know my, I did it only because I was alone. My wife, when she was six or seven, thought that movie was terrifying. Well, the boat ride is really It's his scary. favorite part. That's his favorite part of the movie. That's, it's it like is, the pink elephant scene in, in uh, Dumbo. That's another one of his favorite things. And the Heffalumps and Wizzles dream in uh, Willy, oh, Winnie the Pooh. He so loves all scary. that stuff. Yeah. He finds all those colors and lights and things to be. talk about like an acid trip. Oh, yeah. You couldn't. I mean, you could. You can do whatever you want, obviously. Right. But pet like, sounds. <laughs> well, pets, actually, pet sounds, I would really be interested yeah. to see like what the idea right. would be. But it's funny to me they've never made a stage musical of the wall. Yeah. Which is, I don't think it would work as well as, I don't know how familiar you are with The Wall. Yes, somewhat. I, I, it is, The Wall is, is very introspective. I was going to say it's bleak. And like it, like at the best stage version of The Wall is I think the one Pink Floyd did where they actually performed the show behind a wall. Right. Like that's the, that's how you want to see right. that show. It, it even has less of a plot than yeah. this does. I was going to say it's I, yeah. like, Oliver and it's kind of Annie. It's a <laughs> moody. Like it's dark, it's and dark and and well, and the main character is a sort of amorphous, unhappy guy who's like you say, like why are you so unhappy? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Like I get why Tommy's like going. Yeah. Tommy's been through some stuff. I, yeah. I get that. I don't know why Pink, as the character is known in the wall. I don't know what his problem yeah, is. Yeah, you sort of need to connect. Yeah. And if you watch, sure. like, I don't know what Roger Waters' problem yeah. is a lot of the time when I hear interviews with him. Yeah. And, uh, I don't care. Because uh, <laughs> it's a good, I mean, it's a very good album. Yeah. It also doesn't feel like a Pink Floyd album to me, though. It's very different. I love Pink Floyd yeah. from, like, 67 to Wish You Were Here. And then after that, I'm like, I don't know what this what is. Doing? I mean, I like The Wall and, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's not a... You know, Sgt. Pepper is a cohesive sonic experience. Yeah. I don't want to see, like, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I would never no. want to see that live. No. I would have loved to have, like, they never did it live. Uh, but, like, yeah. that's, you want to see them do it live. Right. You wouldn't want to see, like. I think about, like, Broadway voices singing, singing that kind of stuff. And it's yeah, sort of like, just, the original cast was recorded at the Media Production Center at American University. Special thanks to Jeffrey Madison, Tom Fish, Imani Mular, and the tireless staff of students who run the front desk. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, online at UnknownPenguin. You can email us at OriginalCastPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to the original cast on iTunes, and while you're there, please give us a comment and a rating so other people can find the show. My thanks to Daisy Egan for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. you